Sunday, October 1st, 2023, we will celebrate our grand opening. This is the end of the soft launch and the beginning of the Maker Remix market in laser engraving history. At this time, all barriers to entry will be removed. Shopping at the Remix market will be a bug-free experience. Unlimited run ads will run on both Facebook and Google to generate consistent traffic. what's up everybody i cannot do that welcome to another episode of the lazy source podcast more marketplace news for you today if we have time we'll answer some questions so this is a big thing um i'm not going to bury the lead here we have finished vendor payouts um they are 100 done and uh working we've tested it many 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 times uh, so that's really big news. All right, really quick, we're going to run through the change log here for you guys. Uh, a critical funds processing error in which the marketplace transaction fees were calculated, including tax and shipping, has been fixed. Transaction fees are now calculated after tax and shipping has been deducted, resulting in approximately 1% more of the funds received by the vendor rather than the market. So we were doing essentially bad math and the market was taking 1% more than it should have been from the vendors essentially. Uh, so that's fixed, which is good because that means you guys get more money. Uh, vendors are now able to place products on sale. Uh, this will actually demo at some point tonight. Um, vendors. So all you have to do simply add a list price higher than the current price and then the list price should reflect the typical pricing. So if it's a $10 item, the list price should be $10. Uh, and then if it's on sale for $9, then you'd make the price $9. When an item is not on sale, only price should be used. And that's a little confusing. So when something's not on sale, you don't use list price at all, even though that's the normal price of the item uh, and you just use the regular price. Now. I'm going to make that easier at some point, but that's the way it works right now. And what was important was that it works and it works. So that's how that works. If you couldn't keep up with me there uh, audibly, the change log is on the website at market.makerremix.com. Uh, free shipping is now checked by default on digital products. It was not before. Uh, and that was a bummer uh, because 99.9% .9 of the time there is not going to be any shipping related charges on digital products. So it's now checked by default on digital products. Uh, when a customer purchases a product, they now have the option to leave a review on the orders page. So uh, before, if you wanted a customer to leave a review for you, you'd have to get them back to the item on the market, uh, which is, that can be a feat uh, to accomplish. So now when the customer finishes placing an order, a little thing pops up that's like leave a review like on the order page which is really nice uh so just a nice little shortcut to try to get you guys some more reviews on your products on the product creation page category search has been replaced with cascading checkboxes. Uh, i thought this one was really important we've already found uh since the big reset the big data loss uh that a lot of product categories are not being chosen correctly. And one of the things we did to rectify this, or at least 
help you guys along in the right direction is uh, before you had to type in and guess at what category your thing would end up belonging in. Now it's just one click and a big cascading list of checkboxes pops up. So there's little drop down arrows and you just get more and more specific until you find where your product belongs, check the box and you're done. Uh, so much easier than it was before. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure you do so. A uh, ton of CSS fixes here in the final days. Social icons, search bar, pricing page, sidebar features, product listing, hover and photo, category page, wish list, vendor storefronts, access information, email confirmations, and error texts have all received major or minor CSS fixes. So things should be looking a lot better uh, just visually. Undefinable variable error fixed on vendor document submission. Um, we were having an issue processing vendor documents. So if it took us a long time to get to yours, that's why that error has been resolved. We're back up to, uh, back up to speed on that. Um, new higher quality default vendor photo and cover photos uh, have been crafted and applied. So anybody who signs up now is getting a nicer default. Unfortunately, anybody who signed up before uh, has the old default, which wasn't very nice, but you should be replacing those anyway. Make sure if you have a vendor storefront and you're on the founder's plan uh, that you choose an appropriate uh, profile and banner image. And we actually have uh, some files for you guys on that to make that easier on you as well. And we'll talk about that a little later on um, also. And last but not least, feature lists. Uh, that list recommended vendors now displays the vendor name as a link. So um, like our, you know, favorite vendors that market, you know, uh, make a remix and there's like a list of vendors. It didn't actually show the name. Now it does. So that's that. Um, not on this list. We have the vendor payout system, which is technically done. Uh, both Matt and Kyle have successfully made withdrawals. That said, there are a few things that are going to be changed. Uh, right now, there is a one-week timer on funds. So if you make a sale, you have to wait a week to pull that money out. After a week, those funds go from your total balance and get added to your available balance. So week one, you sell 100 bucks. It goes to total balance. Available balance is zero. Week two, your available balance becomes 100 because that week one sale finally went through. And if you sell another hundred bucks, then that's going to get added to your total balance. So now your total balance is going to be 200 and your available balance is going to be 100. Um, and that is to protect sellers and protect the marketplace. Um, because if somebody's coming in and they sell 5,000 pairs of laser safety eyeglasses, right? And then just bail, they just cash out and, and see ya and they never ship anything. We don't, there's no recourse for that. So um, locking the funds to make sure that people are actually getting the goods in a reasonable time frame, and then releasing the funds is a surefire way to protect against that. And it's something everybody does. Uh, it's not a thing that you're only going to find here. Literally everybody does it. Um, it's, it's very commonplace. Yeah, even Shopify and other like online places do that because the exact same thing, people could use it to like launder money otherwise and other weird stuff. Yep. Uh, exactly. Amazon, for example, for pro level sellers or like really high tier sellers, even have to wait two weeks on a rolling basis. Yeah. Um, 
right now it's set to one week. By the time the grand opening comes, and we'll talk about the rollout schedule as well, uh, it will be two. Uh, it will be two weeks on that. Uh, I actually need to pull up audio because I had asked about a couple other things, and I just want to let you guys know what we're working on. Uh, oh, right. Uh, so there's another thing here. Um, the minimum withdrawal amount is going to be $25. So if you don't have $25 in your account, you can't withdraw it. Uh, again, just kind of like a basic thing. If we let people withdraw a dollar at a time, like 90% of that is going to go to the borderless fee and you're not going to get any money and we're not going to get any money and that doesn't make any sense. So $25 minimum. Um, additionally, the beneficiary is responsible for paying transfer fees in order to bring your funds out of the marketplace and into your bank account, which is, again, very traditional way to do it. That's the way you're going to see it everywhere else. Uh, currently, you cannot see the fee before you withdraw, and that's a problem. So the devs are currently working on a system where you will see the requested payout amount the fee for withdrawing it and the amount you will receive in your bank account. It's a very simple addition and they uh, say that development is already on the way for that. So that should be added very, very soon. That said, it is working. So if you want to blindly guess, you can try withdrawing funds. I'm talking to you, Gulf Coast. Uh, but if you'd rather wait for the full experience, you're welcome to do that as well but it is technically working. Did you guys get your funds today? Specifically, Matt, I think was one of the first ones. Yeah, so it's gonna be delivered tomorrow on the 30th, it said. So pretty much what happened is uh, last night, we did it at like 1 a.m. Mm -hmm. So it said it's gonna be, which really 1 a.m. is technically today. So basically it's gonna be like a 24 hour. Cool. Yeah, it's a calendar rollover. Like thing. Good to know, and not too day. bad on waiting. A lot of places are three to five days, nah. so a day is not uh, not terrible. It would be the equivalent of like when you use um, PayPal, and it's like, do you want instant for extra cash, or do you just want to wait a day and pay nothing? Like, yeah, yeah pay nothing. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> not that this will be nothing, but it's still yeah, you know, what I'm saying. yeah, it's, I do. It's, a I get it. it's, it's not always really never nothing. There's, anyway. never, there's no chance that it's nothing anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. Totally. Um, I think that is it since the last episode of <laughs> that's the show. all. It's, it's quite all. a bit. And most of that stuff guys is the like, remainder of what we needed, uh, to begin the soft launch. Uh, so that's where we're at right now. We do have a couple tickets left. Let me just scan through those really quick and make sure there's nothing huge. Um, the IAT error involved payouts. It should be resolved at this point. I want to talk to the devs and make sure they don't see anything on their end. Remember that malfunction error we were getting when we were trying to initiate withdrawals? I haven't seen that. Uh, but they've also added the timer code back in, so I want to make sure that that's fixed. Um, so when you're adding your tax ID number, whether that's your social security number or your EIN, uh, if you type that in with dashes, it will fail the connection. It'll, it'll cause the connection to error out. Um, and it won't tell you why, <laughs> which is really annoying. So I've asked them to have it tell you why. So they're working on that. And additionally, we have removed the ability to add dashes to your tax ID number. So that field will no longer accept anything except numerical values. So that should resolve that. Um, 
I think we mentioned this last week, but vendors don't have any means to process refunds without our direct intervention, like manual direct intervention. I don't particularly like that. We've been tossing some ideas around on how to deal with that. None of that should affect you guys as vendors. Uh, at the end of the day, you're going to hit refund and it will do it. Uh, whether it does it quickly or slowly may depend on the vendor. Uh, it may depend on the purchase. I don't know. We're going to talk about it. We have some stuff to sort out there. Right now, when you request a refund, we get a notification and we go in and issue the refund. Um, and 99% of the time, that's not required. So we'll have to figure out how to section off that 1% uh, where we are getting notified that there's some intervention required, but the other 99%, you guys just hit the button and it does it. So we're gonna talk some more about that. That doesn't need to be done right now. The current system is functional and works. So uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, especially right now when we're trying to launch. Um, you guys are still gonna get the ability to add uh, sub menus on your storefronts. So you'll have, you'll be able to create a collection. Like I think, is that Etsy? Do they still do that? You create a, or Shopify. Shopify um, collections. Shopify. So you'll be able to create a collection of items and then give it a name. So if you sell lenses and focal sticks, you can put all the lenses in one collection and call it lenses. And you can put all the focal sticks in one collection and call it focal sticks and then tie those to menus on your storefront. So when people come and visit your storefront, they can see two little menus that say lenses and focal sticks. And you can hover over them and drop down and have subcategories. And you guys can decide entirely on your storefront how to organize your products outside of the hierarchy that we've created for product organization, uh, which is really exciting. I think that's a super cool feature. It was something that was really important for me to have for launch. It's not quite done yet, but it's coming. It's a very, very heavy uh, DevOps on that, but uh, it's definitely coming. So, um, Did you say launch or lunch? Lunch. I think you're hungry. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, and we're reordering the last thing. This is the very last thing. Um, oh, two more things. Uh, customers that are logged in should be able to edit reviews. So customers can't edit reviews right now, which that seems like a big deal, right? So we're trying to get uh, customers the ability to edit their reviews, hopefully to increase their rating uh, after receiving something like good customer service, you know? Um, and then... Uh, we're reorganizing the vendor backend links. So when you log into your vendor portal, um, the way that things are organized right now is just nonsense. It doesn't make any sense to me or the guys or anyone who's used it. Uh, it's pretty terrible. So Kyle and I sat down, or was it you and me, Matt? I don't even, I can't even tell you two apart anymore. Um, sat down we, and- We're both really good looking. Made like a huge flow chart up on how to, I think it was Kyle. Um, on how to have those backend links organized so that's a little more intuitive for you guys. So um, Thanks, that's Scott. coming as well. Scott? I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. Remember I did it in tweets. Photoshop? We had all the bubbles and we said, this is not a visual representation. Just I think that it was Kyle, but Kyle thinks it might've been me. I think that I sat there days, and did it alone and together. imagined you guys He probably were there. had like Wilson the volleyball and he's like, what do you think, Kyle? <laughs> I mean, I could have just been on voice working through something. I'm like, yep, yep, that sounds good. Great. That's probably true. <laughs> uh, that is it. Uh, so For those that's of it. you that don't get it, like, you really do get in the zone working on this kind of thing. And, like, today, apparently, Kyle was in 
the uh, stream yard for like five minutes watching me. I was just like typing. I was like jamming out to Andrew WK. <laughs> like literally I was, and he like sent me a thing like, Matt, I'm watching you type. And I was like, what the fuck? oh, That's so weird. hi. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so uh, do you guys have comments on anything that's been done is going to be done? Um, like I will say, I'll say a few things. I basically set up my vendor shop to this week. Um, like I actually, well, my second one, cause the first one was from like a year ago or something like that. Um, so got it set up. It honestly was pretty intuitive. Um, I'm glad that we got to sit there cause I know Alex and I made it together, uh, or Kyle might've been there too. I don't know. We're, some of us were there working there and, is. uh, literally we, we kind of knocked out a couple, like we actually saw a couple of flaws too, that needed to get worked on. And they were weird, like. Not everybody's going to experience them that like maybe like 2% of people would, but we were still able to catch them. Um, and so that's why we're doing, which we're going to talk about the rollout in a minute with the soft opening and everything. But no, that's, nice. that's the, yeah, that's the whole point of what we're going to be talking about soon is um, it's still not flawless, but that's the whole point is it's like 98% there. And the little things are what we need you guys to help us find. So over you know, the next four weeks. Right. And that's where cubing had just said, um, I need to get in there and figure some stuff out. Uh, and one thing too, I don't have a tax number, just my social security number. We'll talk about that in a minute, probably, but, um, get in there. We won't, start but, playing um, around. you can use the social security number. You're still going to get 1099. So yeah. And that's the thing. So, but, but my whole thing I was going to say is don't be afraid. Like if you're somebody who's sitting there, cause like, I'm not, I hate filling out that kind of stuff, but it was literally five minutes to fill yeah. that in, especially if you have like the autofill stuff, it just went bloop, dumped in. Uh, I had to wait for Alex or Kyle, one of you two pressed a button for me. And it was like, congrats, you're a vendor. And that was it. Yeah. So it's really simple, really easy. And to uh, speaking of that, the founders plan, which we talked oh, all yeah. about the benefits of having last week, uh, will only be available for two more days. At this point, you have Wednesday and Thursday, Friday morning, when the lot of you wake up, it will be gone. It will not be available uh, anymore, and there won't be exceptions made, and it's not coming back. So if you haven't already signed up for some weird reason, go do it now and lock in the vendor uh, or the founder's plan while it's there. It's the only plan there right now. You can't mess it up. Like, it's so easy. So uh, make sure you get in on that two more days. Kyle, did you have anything to add? No. You okay. Hit everything. No. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah, you you hit everything between this episode and last episode. Good. Um, uh, we have some questions. We can we can hit on. Take a little breather for you. Um, <laughs> we will answer the questions before I get to rollouts, but I have a list of important reminders that I told myself I would read. So I'm going to read those oh, really quick. True. Then we'll do questions. Then we'll do the rollout. We okay? are Reminder number one, now is the time to add or re-add your product listings. Oh, if yeah. you have not added all or any of your product listings, now is the time to do so. If you somehow have not heard, the database containing product listings was reset, which means all vendors are required to re-upload their listings if they want to participate in launch. If you have already heard about this, no, it did not happen again. This is just a reminder for those who haven't heard. So please check your, your listings and see what's there, what isn't, what needs to be added. Okay. Number two, 
Uh, vendor logo image and cover photo sizes have changed. You can find this on both the Facebook vendor group, the Maker Remix vendor group. Uh, I am fairly certain I posted it on the LMA and a couple other places too, including downloads to Photoshop templates where you can literally just open them in Photoshop and it's the perfect size and you just do it. Uh, but if you are a manual kind of person, profile images are required to be exactly 500 pixels by 500 pixels. And we recommend JPEGs for those. Um, cover photos are not required to be exactly this, but will be skewed if they do not match these dimensions. 3,100 pixels by 700 pixels. And they are very big, and that's because the website's built to support up to 4K displays. So it'll keep your banners looking nice and crisp. I hate when you go onto something like Facebook or YouTube and they compress the shit out of your banner images. Um, it drives me nuts. So I just turned off all the compression for profile pictures and banner images. So you can have nice, crispy, sharp 4K images up on your, on your vendor shop because I know that really bugs me, probably bugs you guys too. Um, so again, profile 500 picks by 500 picks exactly. Cover recommended 3,100 by 700, okay? Um, cover photos, this is just the text under that. Cover photos are designed to be high quality renders of the submitted graphics and support displays of up to 4K without scaling. If you prefer, Photoshop templates are attached to this email or message. That's the other thing we emailed this to everybody too. Um, if you'd rather use the templates, they are attached below. Hope that helps. Two more to go. Reminder number three, product features are now active. I know we keep talking about this, but it's so important. Please make sure to fill out all applicable product features for your product. Product features are based on the category or categories you choose for your item and will help customers find you via filters. If your product features aren't filled out correctly, people won't be able to find you when they're using the filters to search. Um, so it's really important. So make sure that you do it and make sure you do it correctly. A lot of the pages can have very long lists of product features, but it makes a really big difference in discoverability. Um, so if you want that, then I really recommend taking the time to do your product features. Last but not least, just in case you haven't whole, uh, heard, the Laser Everything Marketplace is now the Maker Remix Market. That's because we're hoping to add some cool things that aren't laser related to the marketplace at some point, like 3D printers or desktop milling machines. Um, so we went through a rebrand. All of your login information is exactly the same. Nothing on the website has changed as far as that goes. It's just a new URL. The new URL is market dot maker remix that's two r's maker remix.com uh, again no data has been lost or changed everything is right where you left it simply scroll down to the vendor portal button and click it and you can log in with your existing credentials that is all the important reminders that i had typed up uh, so with that out of the way you guys can roll on to the um, questions and i'll shut up all right kyle you got them so uh, first question from Cuban Crack. Can we sell vector files? Yes, it's encouraged. Uh, there's a section specifically for selling digital files and digital products like coaching, vector files, artwork, etc. Um, I noticed you also said 
uh, a question about uh, selling a custom Monopoly vector file. Um, and that brings up a good point. Only sell stuff that you have the rights to sell. Um, because if you don't, it, you're risking your marketplace account and also getting sued by whoever owns the rights to that trademark. So if I was going to do it, like, wink, nudge, uh, like, let's say, you know how custom Monopoly game pieces are really popular? Yeah. I would be like, custom game piece for game with Monocle Man. <laughs> but you know what I would do? I was thinking, too, instead, like, instead of having the word Monopoly on it, you could keep the board, you keep everything else, but like instead of Boardwalk Place, change it to like our first date or something like that, like names of places. Um, and Aww. that's like, so you could just, sell yeah. sell the thing without all of the, the naming on it. So that whoever decides to take that file can manipulate it and customize it to like actually make that a really cool custom piece and yep. it'd sell for way more because why wouldn't you like, that's such an yeah. easy thing to do. It's a really cool idea. Um, so here, whatever you do, sign up just page, make sure you have the, the rights to it. We have digital products and services and vector artwork is literally a category here. And I don't believe there's anything in it. Uh, yeah. Nope. Empty. The world is yours. So you can you can also sell complete project files too. I guess so you, you could like say they would have stuff. a monopoly. Yes, <laughs> you could um, say that. Poor Kyle. <laughs> the Gulf Coast asked, "Hey Alex, will the marketplace allow for optional personalization?" Yeah, sure. I don't see why not. You could probably do that now. Um, um, we could build a product. Yeah, it's not something I've personally tested, just because. That's not something I anticipated on, but yeah, we'd use um, um we'd use options for that. So, uh, I, does he have? Does he give any examples of what kind of personalization he's? I'm pretty sure for the jigs they make and the mm -hmm. work holding stuff they make, they put company names and like for who's ordering it. Oh sure, sure. So like, uh, they they would want to add like a basic text field. Yeah. All right, Matt. I'm using your account because I don't know where mine is. All right. For those of you who are looking at the two things that I have created, one is called Bofides. Bofides? <laughs> and the other option is Olides. Or all the and, and Shvetty Balls. <laughs> yep. That's the uh, SNL classic, Shvetty Balls. It's a family tradition. Shvetty. All right. So we're going to create a new product. Could you please cup my Shvetty Balls? We're going to name this, uh, like, I don't know, what do they make? Like wallet fixtures. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're going to add a category. So here's that new list. I really like this list because it makes it really easy to hone in on exactly where your stuff belongs. Uh, so if we, I don't remember if it's parts or equipment, it's equipment. So if we drop down equipment, we can find laser accessories right there. And then we've got laser fixtures and jigs. Go ahead and check that box. Boom, saved, great. Uh, we want a picture of our product, so we can just use, I don't know, this is a cute picture of me and Kyle. So we can drop that in. Uh, we don't want people to cancel it. We do need to give it a price, so we'll say 10 bucks for this bad boy, and we'll give it a skew. And if we wanted to put it on sale, we could set the list price to something higher than the price, so like, you know, 15, um, and it would show up on sale, but that's neither here nor there at the moment. And we are done, so we'll hit create. That's way up here in the top right corner. We're going to hit create. And now we want to add something custom, right? So if we want to add an option for people to get something custom done, we're going to go to options. 
and we're going to create or link an existing option. There's nothing found. So we're going to add an option. Let's say uh, company name. Okay. So it'll say add company name. Boom. And we're just going to go ahead and toss that in. Name, company name, variance. Okay. So uh, we don't, this isn't how this works. Company name is not something we can just, you know, blue, green, yellow. So if we come into advanced option creation, uh, type right here, we can do text, which is a single line of text or text area, which is like a paragraph text box. Uh, so here's just the company name. So we can go ahead and select text. You can enter a comment to appear below the option, which is nice. So enter your company name above. We can require it. So we want this absolutely needs to be filled out before somebody makes a purchase. You can go ahead and check that as uh, required. This is the inner hint. Um, so this is something that's going to actually show up inside the box. So we could say, um, you know, enter. Uh, uh, we could call this my company. Right. And then I believe we are done. We can go wait, ahead wait, and hit create. What? Oh. What? I was going to say, do the drop down for the type again. Uh, I was going <clears> to. <throat> show emphasis on the fact that instead of just text, you can also do files. So you can ask them to upload a logo file. Yeah. Oh, yeah I did sure. see yep. he says they that. also allow them to do logos. So let's so create you, you a add new another option. One. Yeah. So yeah. we will call this company logo. Okay. And we're going to add that. And again, it's not just something we can add simple variants for. So we're going to come to advanced. And I'll show you guys what this looks like on the front end as well. And we're gonna drop our type down here and we can select file under description, right? Um, this is a high quality file of your company logo. At least 500 by 500 pixels, JPEG, PNG, AI, EPS. Whatever. And then you will inevitably get a picture from a phone of a business card that they found underneath a pizza box. That's the way it is. Um, <laughs> like so comment, we can enter a comment here too. So honestly, um, we could probably just put this in the comment section as well. We can mark this required. And um, oh, here we go. Check this out. Allowed extensions. It's actually uh, already thought of that for us. So nice. it says, leave this field empty to allow uploading of all file types or input allowed extensions separated by comma. So we can simply do .jpg, .png, .ai, yep, .svg, .svg, okay, so I'm just going to change this so it makes more sense for raster images. And you can set a file size limit as well. So that's nice. Uh, it looks like it is in kilobytes. So 100 would be 100 kilobytes. Uh, and you can also enable multi-upload. So they can upload more than one file at a time. All very cool. Very, very cool stuff that they have built in here that works very well right out of the gate. So how is this all going to look? Well, let's go find out. So we're going to hit save up here again in the top right corner to save those changes. You can click the cog and click preview and it'll take you right to the listing on the storefront. So here it is. Here's your company. 
You can see, enter your company name above. Then it gives you the hint text, my company, right? So here I'd put laser everything, okay? And then company logo, hovering over this question mark, says there's our comment. This is a high quality file of your company logo, at least 500 by 500 pixels, JPEG, PNG, AI, EPS. Uh, it's marked required and we can upload. Again, it's reminding us at least 500 by 500 pixels for raster images. And we can go ahead and upload a file. So we will upload this one that Willie sent me and we can uh, go ahead and add it to the cart. So um, we'll add to cart and check out blah, blah, blah. The rest is the same. So uh, allowing for customizations, this is kind of the point, is absolutely something that you can do right now. Um, so hopefully that answers your question and covers what you wanted to know. Obviously, that was a very fast run through and we can go more in depth about that kind of stuff uh, in the vendor tutorial series, which I'll be working on now that things are mostly where they're going to be. We, I kind of stopped for a little while because, uh, you know, the developers were catching up with our requirements and now we're mostly caught up. So I feel like I can start working on, on that again. So um, hopefully that's what you wanted. It was my sorry for the long answer. <laughs> Uh, he says, thank you very much. So I think you hit the nail on the head. Okay, great. Um, we do widget says anyone else working on getting their marketplace set up? Yes. And I hope all of you are taking this opportunity to get a founder's account set up because you have a yep. limited chance left to do it, which Two leads days. me to the next question. Chad Castle says who can sell vector files, artwork and project files who can do this? Everyone, as long as you own what you're selling and you have the explicit rights to do so, mm -hmm. you can, you can do that. It's open to everyone in the community. If you want to sell to other makers, uh, it's for you. Let's see. Uh, yep, here you can see, uh, again, I'm just showcasing this really quick. Digital products and services, raster artwork, vector artwork, 3D files, DIY fixture files, project files, equipment rental, photo and video services, art and design services, laser coaching, stock photos, stock video, literally everything we could think of. Uh, it's it's there, and I'm hoping to see this fill up rather quickly. So if you have even an inkling of an urge to jump in on this and just kind of sell off some of the work that you've created that has worked well for you, sitting right there. Get after it. To mix things up, non-marketplace related, Corey says, listening to the podcast for a while, great catching you guys live. Good to have you. Uh, yep. Still looking to buy a laser still, thinking of an Atom Stack A5 Pro M50 and a rotary table. Would this be a good starter laser? A rotary table is usually a rotary with a platform on it for objects to rotate flat underneath the laser versus a road, just a standard rotary, which would rotate like a mug or a cup. Like this yes. guy. Yeah, like that would lay flat and, and circle eight or ten cards underneath the laser. Um, I don't think they do rotary tables for diode lasers. Yeah. The Chuck rotary, what? like if the rotary that he's talking or that you might be thinking about is like this is a Chuck rotary and or yeah. the roller rotary, and then this would be the attachment that goes onto it. Which they, they do have standard rotaries for the Atom stack. Um, right. So just want to differentiate that just in case you needed something like a rotary table. I don't think the Atom stack will be compatible with that. You need something a little more beefy. I also don't uh, think something like a rotary table is going to add a lot of efficiency to something that's running at the speed of a diode. Oh, they just corrected it. Yeah, they said, sorry, I meant a standard rotary attachment. 
Mm. Okay. So yeah, I mean that that's a good starter laser, especially if you're, you know, space confined. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's a or broke. Yeah, I've known people that just starting I've out. known people yeah. that have made enough money with diode lasers mm-hmm. to buy CO2 lasers or fiber yeah. lasers. It's not impossible. It's yeah. absolutely yeah. not impossible. Totally Especially doable. with uh, slate coasters and other like smaller objects like that, where you can put a few of them together and knock out like four at a time. Yeah, it, absolutely. You, you buy them for five dollars for four and sell them for twenty for four. I'm gonna push you guys because we still have to do the rollout schedule. Yep. Um, uh, is the founders thing still an option, or did I miss it? You did not miss it. Two days. Um, you, uh, yeah. Two. You As know. of recording this on the 29th of August, 2023, at 9:43 p.m., you have two days. And essentially, can I jump in with it? The, this is right about where those questions were coming from that I said didn't match up. Whip it. Yeah, so they're all about using a social security number or an EIN. Um, So really quick. Okay, whoops, then I guess you can go for it. But long story short, yes, you can use a social security number. You don't have to have an EIN. If you've got like a sole prop and you've got you want to use your social security, you can use it too. Um, Either way, you will get a 1099. There you go, which Alex kind of talked about, but it's it's all there. Yeah, anyone Um, can get an EIN. You should probably just do it. But again, neither here nor there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, adding into that, Gulf Coast says, Kyle, what about entering a sales tax number? Uh, you aren't collecting sales tax. We are uh, as the marketplace. So you don't have to worry about collecting or remitting sales tax. So nice. Uh, as a legal thing, in at least in the United States, um, within the United States, the, the marketplace that you sell through that collects the money on your behalf and then forwards you the money as a 1099 we have to collect sales tax. And I, it to I the don't, state. I don't think that's what the question was asking. I think they were saying, can they use that number on like a W nine? And the answer is no, no. Cause that's, that's for remitting sales tax. That that's, will not. Yeah. That would, your that's W nine would bounce. That would be fraud. So don't do that. Uh, social security number it's or employer yeah. identification number, please. Yep. Um, I don't even know how to read that. Uh, EIN and SSN are both not a thing in Australia. Other alternatives. Congratulations. You don't pay the United States income tax, so you don't need to worry about this at all. When you sign up for a vendor account, there are two options. One of them is to fill out a W-9, and the other is to sign the International Vendor Agreement, which just says that you're not in the United States doing business uh, from within the country. As long as that is true, you can just fill out the International Vendor Agreement, Send it into us, and you're done. That you don't have yep. to literally worry about a single other thing. So, so very, very easy be, for you. That'd be that, same thing. For that Frank also Taylor. that yes. also means you need to read that agreement and make sure you understand it. Yeah, it's very simple. It's like three sentences. I mean, honestly. So just yeah, both <laughs> everybody that's not in the U.S. You're checking international vendor. I agreement. swear that I don't live here. Sign. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's literally um, it. So um, go check that out. Very, very, very simple. Uh, also relevant, Cuban says, I don't have a website working on that right now. Is it okay if I put something else like my Facebook for the URL? Yes, uh, we do require a URL. Uh, it, if you don't have a website, you could literally put google.com there. You could put your Facebook business profile. It could be anything as long as it's appropriate. Um, Please. Yeah, I mean, it, you're linking this to your business. You want it to be professional, right? So, um, yes, it could be anything. That's fine. Uh, beam it up. What should I do if my stuff is still in China or in the middle of the Pacific? I'm assuming you're referring to the stuff you want to sell. Ooh, I know. Um, don't list it until you're ready to sell it. 
but you can also you can actually make the post now have it as not active in that way inactive. when they get here it's just click of a button yep so just saying. that also gives you an opportunity to take some really good product photos mm-hmm um, Chris Wilson says, I can't log in with the new URL. A reset does not work. The password reset uh, does not work. And autocomplete does not work with the new URL. Email support um, at makerremix.com with your name, your email address, uh, the last known login credentials that you used. And either myself, Kyle, or Matt will get you sorted. Yep. Yep. Um, Mike C says, I would recommend an auto response email after vendor applies saying you've received. Yep, that's already in effect. Um, it was recently prior, prior to this week. Um, the email system has been up and down, up and down, up and down. So if in the case it was down and the devs were working on it when you applied or when something changed or when a notification was supposed to be sent to you, that is the reason why you did not receive a notification of that and also why we encouraged everyone to reach out if you were waiting on something and did not receive a reply. Additionally, for um, a myriad of reasons, we just upgraded our hosting from shared to VPS, uh, which solved a great many issues for us and uh, is much faster and better at things like faster. simple mail transfer protocol. So um, the email system should be ironed out now. And Sam also had the recommendation of check your spam folder. Yes, check your spam folder. Please. Um, Though I've been getting them lately not in my spam folder, which has been nice. The first yeah. one was, and then when we fixed some stuff, like Kyle said, and they had done I some think the DKIM kicked in, and the emails are being validated yeah, now. Yeah, because now, now, now I'm getting stuff like, when, by the way, what's really nice, too, is um, my payment. So when I requested payments yesterday, that was one mm. of the things we worked on, or I guess, was it this morning, yesterday? Uh, whatever. Uh, uh, late at night. <laughs> Um, basically it's really cool because you, it gives you an email that says, Hey, you've submitted it. And then when it's been approved, um, it sends me an email and then it also says, Hey, it's coming this day. And I bet you tomorrow when it hits my bank account, it will say you've received your payment or something like that. So it's very, uh, you're going to get a lot of emails, um, from it when you do that. So just a heads up, it keeps you informed. Yep. Yep. And I'm looping back now. Can Canadians get an EIN? Uh, no, uh, you're an international vendor at that point because you're yep. not within the United States. So you need to pick the international option. Yep. And you already covered the one for Australia. Yep. Um, There's one from Gulf Coast. How we all know what account to submit to for Texas for us as an example. If you're talking about sales tax remission. Um, so there's a whole thing that I'm not going to get into right now on the show called <laughs> Nexus. Uh, which basically are certain sales requirements that you have to hit in a state uh, in order to have to pay sales tax there right. at all. Uh, because we're based in New York, we're automatically we have Nexus in New York. Um, we're also remitting sales tax immediately to the states we have employees in, so Connecticut, Florida. Uh, but Texas, for example, I don't have to give them a dime until we hit $200,000 worth of sales. And then I can register for a sales tax ID with them and we'll just start paying them directly. Uh, so we have software that does all that for us. We are keeping track of our sales. When we hit the threshold, we'll start giving Texas money. But Very simple and it doesn't involve you at all. Say nothing changes for the user. Nothing That's changes for you. That's entirely yeah. our problem and it sucks, but uh, for us, but not for you at all in any way. And you'll never notice that anything has happened. So that's something we're managing in the back end. You definitely don't have to worry about it. The, the difference is you're essentially getting paid as a 1099 
doing services as a business. You're not being paid by a customer. Right. Think of it that way. Business. It's business to business sales. You're just directly sending the product to the customer. Yep. Um, So you don't have to worry about sales taxes for sales through the website. Look at this. I just used lost password and it worked properly. There you go. Whoop, whoop. Nice. That's what's right, up. That's the automated We're caught stuff. up. Before we get drowned in more questions, thank you guys for asking them. They're all very good questions. Um, we're going to talk about the rollout schedule really quick before the end of the show. An hour flew by tonight. <sighs> flew yeah. by tonight. Um, all right. So enough with reminders and questions. Let's talk about the rollout schedule. That's what you're here for. There will be two openings. I'm reading this off a of script because I spent a lot of time writing it out and I want it to sound good. <laughs> There will be two openings. First, there will be a soft launch where we will slowly allow small groups of people in over the course of four weeks so we're able to locate and rectify issues before they get out of hand. Each of these four weeks will introduce a larger group from our community. Second will be the grand opening, at which time we will open the doors to the public and begin actively advertising the market. Uh, So we're going to talk about the specific dates and details for each phase of the rollout now. Friday, that is this Friday, people, this Friday, September 1st, 2023, will be rollout week number one. That's our private soft launch. At this time, we will encourage vendors to list small, inexpensive items and make purchases from one another. Uh, We may allow a very, very limited number of guests in to begin making small purchases. Uh, at this time, our site will be live. Any purchases that are made from this point on, so any time after September 1st, will be the real deal and must be fulfilled. So these are not test purchases. You must fulfill orders placed after September 1st. Please keep that in mind. Friday, September 8th, 2023, rollout week number two. This is the LMA soft launch. Week two will begin with us allowing in members from uh, our supporter community, the LMA, to make purchases from our vendors. There are 3,000 members of the LMA, all of whom will be given access and purchasing permissions. Again, the site will be live. This is the first large group of customers to hit the market. Okay, so first large group, September 8th. Friday, September 15th, rollout week number three, Discord soft launch. Week three will open the marketplace to our Discord community of 5,000 members. Additionally, by this time, we hope to have our Laser Everything Maker Remix buying guide construction complete. Uh, So all applicable products within the buying guide will now link back to the marketplace to generate buzz and traffic. We hope to have eliminated 99.9% of bugs by this stage. And then the last week of the rollout, week number four, will take place on September 22nd. The final phase of the soft launch will introduce our Facebook group of 10,000 members to the marketplace. Limited run ads will be placed on Facebook to generate some traffic and buzz. At this point, the entire Laser Everything community will have access to the market and things should be ironed out and running smoothly at this time. That'll buy you guys about one more week of testing. And then uh, a little over a week later, Sunday, October 1st, 2023, we will celebrate our grand opening. This is the end of the soft launch and the beginning of the Maker Remix market in laser engraving history. 
At this time, all barriers to entry will be removed. Shopping at the Remix Market will be a bug-free experience. Unlimited run ads will run on both Facebook and Google to generate consistent traffic. Uh, so that's that's the plan, guys. Again, check your email if you, if you haven't already. This is written out. I did also post this in the Facebook group for vendors. So if you're not in that, you can type in Make a Remix Vendor Group and it will come up. Uh, you can also sign up for the Make a Remix Social Network, which is our new social network experiment. It's very cool. Makeremix.com. Uh, and you can find all of this information in print in both of those places, uh, in, in the respective vendor groups. So make sure that you join one of those. Uh, but that's it, guys. So we've got four weeks coming up where we are trying to break stuff. We're looking for problems. We want to get them fixed before we crack the doors open. The sooner, the better, right? I'd rather not wait until Facebook week to find out that there's a massive issue, but that's what it's there for. Uh, and if all goes according to plan and we can stay on top of the tickets, uh, we are looking at a grand opening of October 1st. So we did it. Just uh, in we're, time we're here. Quarter. Yep. Just in time. Well, it's a, a touch late, but it's, it's fine. It's better than another year of delays. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited. Uh, we've worked on this for a very, very long time. It's been like over two years, I think, at this point that we've been working on this from like an, an idea egg. And uh, I feel like you're year. like Willy Wonka. And this is your chocolate factory, and there's just mm. <laughs> there's always going to be something weird going on in the background. I'm like, yeah, I need to make sure that I trip on my way yeah, out. You know, into like the roll, and I'm straight like, straight up ah. old school Gene Wilder. Yeah, definitely. So that's it. Uh, that's the big announcement. Again, I know that was a lot of information. It's all in writing in multiple places for you guys uh, where you should be already. So make sure you go find those things out in the ether uh, so you can participate in that. But uh, bottom line, guys, get your shops ready. We're going. This is it. Uh, we, it's we've game made time. It. Put your it's game, game time. On. Get your you game faces on. Coming up, that's really cool. The LMA events, man. Those True. things are coming out. Like uh, that's something that is happening this month. Yeah, so I'm doing laser. Laser live yeah. is happening like a week. day after the soft launch. Yeah, because I. That's my life. Um, so if uh, you guys want to hang out with me live. It will be like this. Uh, Matt and Kyle may or may not be here, but I will certainly be here, probably in a lab coat. And uh, you guys will be here because it's a Google Meet. So you'll actually be in the call and can talk mm -hmm. and interact. And we're going to, I don't know, set something on fire and do stuff together. Give me cancer. Uh, so that'll be great. Um, coming up after that, I believe, is Business Body with Matt yeah. Bodiford. Um, that'll be the following Saturday. Uh, mm -hmm. and then after that, I'm doing a photo video class. So if you want to learn how cameras work and you want to take nice product photos and make videos to, you know, accentuate your brand and, and kind of get out online, I'm really good at that. Uh, so we can learn about that together. That'll be the following Friday. I believe there's a break Saturday yeah, a, and then there'll be the break. following Friday. LaserEverything.net slash events. Okay, and then click on the view event schedule button. They're all there. Uh, after that, Boyce may or may not actually do something. I don't know. I haven't talked to Boyce. Where the fuck? Yeah, he's scheduled. Um, so Boyce and I know Kyle. The 30th, answered it before. I think. Yeah, Kyle answered it before you got in because it's, you were watching. It's the last the Saturday of September, I believe. Yeah, yeah I it is 30th. September 30th, the last Saturday. He's going to be doing that. And tonight, 
um, he is working on, he's got a huge Labor Day event, which I think he talked about in the last few uh, episodes of the podcast, the, their big uh, event at the Bluff, which is like a really big money, big ticket item thing is happening Monday of this week coming up. So basically he's prepping because it's this weekend. So, so what I'm hearing is Boyce has violent diarrhea. Basically, mm. his la- his laser is just exploding out diarrhea creations. <laughs> it's like he's just working hard. One, two, three super chats from Laura. Thank you, Laura, very much. My Laura! goodness. As always. Uh, Miranda Laura. coming in clutch with the, the links here, guys. Um, laser everything dot net slash events with info about the events and laser everything dot net slash event calendar for the specific dates and links those links are live to the events uh where you can get signed up and kind of rsvp for those uh it does not give you the link unless you rsvp so uh looking at it won't do you anything make sure you check the little rsvp button if you're a member of the lma you will have access to that Woohoo! Let's make some money and help our fellow creators. That was the goal. That was the goal, bro. Uh, so we're gonna give it our all. Shipping price: where to add on the listing? After you create the initial we? fifty-five, the minutes? first page of the Up listing. The tab. Yeah, you get a whole other set of tabs after your initial first page listing part is filled out. Yeah. So up at the top, after you submit that first page. You'll see a shipping tab. Also, before we close out, I do have something I want to show you guys really quick that I found out that is annoying. And I, I'm going to have this fixed at some point. But in the meantime, um, it, it is kind of vital. So uh, if we go to vendor settings, I think. Yes. And shipping methods. This is all of the shipping methods yeah. that you could put for all of your products. And Free shipping is not checked by default in here. So even if you have a product and in that product, you set free shipping to active. If free shipping is not checked in this list, it will not show up. I hope that makes sense. So even if you have a product and you said, make this product free shipping, if you didn't activate free shipping in your vendor settings, it will not show up. Okay, so make sure you come into your vendor settings if you plan on offering free shipping. Select shipping methods and go ahead and check this box right here that says free shipping. Save your changes. That's really important because if you're sitting there thinking, well, I wasn't planning on doing that anyways, if you ever upload a digital item, Mm -hmm. you need that. Right. So like if you ever, even if it was something that you were giving away for free, the free shipping thing, otherwise it creates a whole thing. So he's going to fix it anyways, so. It also applies to flat rate. So if you're trying to sell something with flat rate shipping uh, and you assign a flat rate shipping rate to the product in my products and check the flat rate shipping button, it will not offer the customer flat rate shipping unless you have it activated in this menu as well. So it's not just for free shipping. It's for any of these things. They just won't show up if they're not checked in this menu. So this is turning them on or off for your entire account before moving on to, you know, product by product. So make sure you come in here and look at this during setup. I'll include more about this while uh, we're filming the vendor kind of setup tutorial video. There's already a link to that entire series, including all of the live streams that we've done 
on the topic of the marketplace down in the description right now. So you can go click that and check it out. Watch how things have evolved. Check out updates on the Maker Remix Network. If you guys aren't over there, go sign up, makerremix.com. It's absolutely free. It's got a very familiar Facebook-style feed. We have forums. We've got a wiki. Uh, as soon as marketplace development is wrapped up, we're dumping full-time development into that uh, to try to get that kickstarted and going because that needs a lot of TLC and elbow grease. Uh, so if you want to be part of that from the bottom floor, go sign up for that. It doesn't cost a dime, makerremix.com. But... For now, I think that's all we've got. We're at 58 minutes. Um, I yeah, did get a new dog. If you want to plow through them. We'll plow through them. Plow <laughs> while I pull up a picture. You pull up a picture of your dog. Uh, Vince says, how about shipping to U.S. only? So I can understand why you would want to have like domestic only on some stuff. Put it in the description. Uh, as of right now, there isn't a way to gate it. Um, but we'll you can leave a note it. on it. Yeah. If somebody buys it after you, like, make sure it's Actually, clear. You know, I don't know if that's true. I know that's important to you, Vince. Talk to me about it on Maker Remix. We let me do a little more dig. I think that we can set limits, regions, yeah, okay. which are by default worldwide. But I, I believe you can set ship to regions that will negate anything that hasn't been selected. And I haven't messed with it. So I before we speak, on this, I want to do a little more research. You know where to find sure. me, Vince. We'll talk more about that. Um, as a as a backup, soon. I would still put it in the description just in case something goes wrong with like geolocation or something crazy. But mm -hmm. yeah. Um, all right. Next up, uh, you guys have to approve my account in the vendor before getting set up, right? Yeah. So um, after your account gets approved, you'll get an activation email. In that activation email, you'll be prompted to basically get set up with a login, get set up with a password. You can log into your account. Then you can submit everything in terms of documentation and, and confirmations. And then you're let into your profile where you can do all your updates, get set up, start doing product listings, customize your profile, etc. Um, is Miranda going to let me sell knives? I don't know if we have a final verdict on knives. Uh, I think so but it's your responsibility for shipping to and make sure that you're them. only shipping to places that allow knives in the mail uh because i know new york's a real bastard about it and they are not the only state and they will come after you if you do that wrong uh they don't it's not a lenient thing so that that's um, like a federal mail thing yeah so just be careful um you know don't make a big fuss about it I'm pretty sure if, that you can, but you know, use your best judgment. Um, I'm also I'm approving your vendor docs right now, Willie, and uh, I prints and planks. I think it was. I just approved yours as well. Congratulations, you are all set. And we have a couple vendors pending approval. Let's see, be engraved, founders plan. Congratulations, you got it. And outer bands laser. Congratulations, welcome aboard. Uh, we do widget says where do we change the 10 day return policy if i'm not mistaken that is when you go into your profile um it's one of the tabs along the top um it's a personalization option it's it's literally a text input um i'll see if i can pull it up i'll make a thread in maker remix makerremix.com if you're not already there go sign up i will make a thread asking what um topics you guys want covered 
in the video tutorial series because I'm going to start knocking those out. They're real short. I don't know if you've watched any of them yet, but they are literally two to three minute. Like just I'm the sitting at the computer and we just half do minutes. It. Yeah. So um, yeah. I will ask you guys in a thread over there what videos you want me to make as part of that series. And we will cover these things specifically because a lot of them are going to take more time than we have. We're already over time today. The last thing before we go is my pepperoni. This is oh my god, look at my that. new doggy. <laughs> yeah, meet Luna. How cute is she, right? She's only three weeks old, guys. She's got a little this is like a lab snout, and she's got a little hound in the eyes, just a little bit, and she's got the like body of a pit. It's a weird mix, but she's very cute. Very cute. Cute tootie. Yep. Anyway, that's it, guys. That's all I've got time for. I need to go take care of that dog right now because uh, I left Miranda up there alone, not only with all the kids like I always do, but uh, a dog, too. Now, yeah. one more thing. Spit it out, dude. Spit it out. Let's yeah. go. I was going to say, if you are in the path of the hurricane that's coming like I am, make mm. sure you guys unplug your lasers tonight before you go to bed. Mm -hmm. Make sure you set up anything that's going to block water from coming in. Mm -hmm. Any of those things that will help keep your business safe, make sure you do them unplug stuff and keep the like keep them off the ground and know where your documents I was, are i was gonna yeah. say keep all of your electrical items yeah. far off the ground so that was it i was just gonna say take one minute to make sure you be safe and hopefully you know we'll say a prayer for you guys too true that unplug everything yeah like literally I'm, I'm here doing this right now on ups and i've got the modem on ups just in case so i could have like two minutes to run in and shut stuff down so anyways that's it be safe guys yep be chill be cool get an umbrella and uh don't be thirsty we love you thank you for watching or listening to another episode of the laser source podcast we'll be back hopefully next week with some good news about the soft launch and uh how it's going and uh some maybe survivor stories uh from florida it's specifically from you matthew and that's all i've got so thank you so much for listening and watching i'll see you guys on the marketplace and we will see you guys all in the next one. Have a great night.